Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of And Finally with me, Sam Vader, but this week I am joined by a guest, also a pest, uh, it's Glitter! Hola. You'll know her from Dark Matters of Glitter, very good episodes I must say, despite despising her. <laughs> uh, the, the show she puts out is very good and I do enjoy it. DP, okay. do you want to explain that for a bit? I'll let you do that at the start before we Dark get into Matter. anything else. Yeah, okay, so it's a, a show about um, the supernatural... The unnatural minus you and um <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. So <clears throat> so far we've talked about Oak Island and um the uh ranch. Skin, skin, Skinwalker Ranch. No, it's Skywalker, that's not, it's not that I one. was gonna say Skywalker, I was like, no, it's not, what no, is it? Skinwalker Ranch. Um yeah. Skinwalker Ranch. Um but I've also got plans to make it more sciencey based because I realise I can make it more into uh talking about the universe or quantum physics just kind of raking it down but yeah that's basically what my show is about and it is as i hate to admit but it's very good so do go check that out guys after Thank you've you. listened to this because you know i like the listens too <laughs> um but before we get into i suppose what what the topic about finally is this week we will as always do a little uh, black lives matter message where because it's still very important as i spoke about yesterday in the uh, you have failed episode if you listen to that if you haven't go check it out um beyond taylor's death was just a complete miscarriage of justice really mm-hmm. I mean the fact that the officers were only charged for the bullets that didn't hit her is um, ridiculous oh, one officer oh sorry yeah one of the was it four I think three four yeah three, three officers four. one of them was charged for the bullets that didn't hit and kill uh, the young woman which is frankly appalling so please do take to social media and use either the hashtag BLM or hashtag hashtag <laughs> hashtag Black Lives Matter um to keep the conversation going and make sure change uh, does come about. Or you can also go to www.blacklivesmatter.com where you can either help find ways to help monetarily or non-monetarily and just find general resources to read up on and become more educated on the situation. Because education, I think, is going to be our biggest uh, weapon in this battle to uh, abolish racism completely. Um, But with that out of the way, uh, this week's episode is going to be on dinosaurs and I love dinosaurs. <laughs> I know Glitter loves dinosaurs, that's why yeah. she's sort of the guest host. And this is sort of her episode because the plan is when I get a guest on, I'm gonna get them to do a topic that they're passionate about and know a lot about and like a lot about. So they get so you don't have to listen to my voice every week. Thank God. God. <laughs> and <laughs> you get more people talking about their passions in history. So I'll sort of pass it over to Glitter now. I'm still here obviously and I'll join in the discussion but this is sort of over to her now I suppose. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Ewan. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, you might know dinosaurs from Jurassic World or Jurassic Park. <laughs> kind of uh, as a someone who like read dinosaurs from the age of seven, yeah. you know that a lot of it is inaccurate, but I will let it slide for the sake of Hollywood being as inconsistent as they are. Um, but I just want to kind of talk about topics of dinosaurs that I find interesting. Go ahead, um, probably. Yeah, so, well, I want to, uh, I am going to say some words that I've only ever seen written. Okay. Okay, so okay. they lived during the Mesozoic era? Mesozoic. Mesozoic, thank you. It's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, which was the Cretaceous, Jurassic and Triassic from 252 million years to 66 million years ago. That's oh, gone up now, hasn't it? Yeah, it's gone up now. I don't know why, I can't remember. Well, another million years passed. It's quite simple, really. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you have to realise is dinosaurs kind of emerged from a, uh, a previous mass extinction from the Sib- uh, uh, Siberian 
uh, volcanic eruptions uh, that triggered a global warming. Yay! Yay, global like warming. Us. Yeah. Um, they kind of outcompeted their own competitors, uh, which are the Rhinecosaurs, Eliacosaurs, and others. Oh, yeah, Synapsids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they were kind of reptilian anyway, but uh, dinosaurs had a competitive edge. It's a bit sort of, to not cut too much, a bit like sort of us and early other human species. We were all yeah. hominins. Yeah. But we had the evolutionary edge somehow that caused us to be the ones that carried on for a lot longer. I was actually going to draw that comparison because uh, whereas everyone, like the rhinocerous, were all sprawled out, you know? Yeah. Like, it, can't, like imagine a crocodile, that sort yeah. of gait. Dinosaurs were more, should I say, erect. And streamlined, really, weren't they? Yeah. And I was going to say, like, uh, early hominins, we probably had the edge by standing upright most of the time. The yeah, and even against um, the likes of Neanderthals, we were, whilst we weren't as stocky and maybe not as clever, yeah. we were a lot, thin, I think, more agile, so we could dodge predators a lot easier. Exactly. I think they had the kind of evolutionary edge uh, against everyone else at the time. Yeah, I mean, they uh, still have it today, I would argue. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, you still get the birds. Yeah. They've gone on for... Millions and millions of years, birds. I will, I will come back to birds in a minute, obviously. Um, so yeah, the Permian ended and the Triassic started. Um, Earth was still recovering from the mass extinction, and it was actually the closest life. Sorry, the closest life has ever has ever been to being totally wiped out. Yeah, the end of the Permian was a horrible mass extinction. Like, think about the dinosaurs' mass extinction times it by about ten. Yeah, you're more, getting near to the Permian. What that was? More life. Uh, died off yeah it was then. ridiculous it was ridiculous um, um but I, I was just thinking about um other like mass extinctions and one one that interests me is i can't remember which one it is but there was apparently like a like a, a supernova went off or something and uh, a, you know uh radiation came oh yeah it came and wiped out yeah yeah i can't think of when that was the only no. one i can always ever think of is the pt one which is obviously the permian one you just mentioned but yeah I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that's another but, weird one. The supernova one's weird. So, yeah, but the most famous one's obviously the one where the dinosaurs wiped out. Yeah. But they were actually, they really flourished, um, particularly after the Triassic. Mm. Um, that's where the, the Jurassic's kind of when they got like the most largest size. That's why I had a park named after them. <laughs> Just, yeah, because it sounds better than Cretaceous Park, I guess. It does annoy you. Annoying. Despite the fact that most of the dinosaurs in that film are from the Cretaceous, <laughs> if not all of them. Uh, oh my god, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I should have done. Uh, but do you want to know what some of the first known dinosaurs were? Yeah, go on, I actually don't know like, the first early ones. Okay, so you got Herrerasaurus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of, not very big, but kind of like a T-Rex, but mini. That, that's quite cool. Yeah. I want one. And I think this is a plant eater called Silurosaurus. Yeah, Silurus, yeah. Silurus? I think it's Silurus. Sorry, I can't Yeah, that's fine. It's all Latin. Yeah, it is weird names. We don't speak Latin, unfortunately. If we do, we might summon demons. Probably, yeah. It's me when I go to Ikea and I try to pronounce some of the names. And a devil just appears. Yeah. But we're mates, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they kind of lived for like ages and during that time they got like obviously some really big 
really big dinos. Oh yeah, they're, they're big, big boys and girls. We were saying this before the recording. They were some big boys and girls. <laughs> the the biggest chunks ever. Yeah, they're, they're big. Imagine. Well, you don't need to imagine. You've probably been to museums. You've seen the fuckers. They're, yeah. they're big. Yeah, like particularly the uh, natural history museum that I've been to. Before they got rid of the Diplodocus. Oh, that's the one in London, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that one. Well, they've even got the uh, animatronic T Rex, and if you've seen that bit in the dinosaur yeah. part, that's not a fully grown T Rex. No. That's a very small T Rex. Yes, um, it's weird because some of the largest dinosaur bones were of uh, dinosaurs that weren't fully grown. Yeah. And they, yeah, they could have got why, bigger. That's why they don't know between Argentina and Titan, isn't it? Because they don't yeah. know what the adults were like. <laughs> Massive fuckers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Oh yeah, I can swear on here. Cool. Yeah, it's my show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I did enjoy my visits because uh, you know, as a kid, I was a huge nerd. Nothing's changed. I was say, as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of sauropods, because they're like the biggest, and when you think of dinosaurs, you think of big things. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Like my first. When you say dinosaurs, I tend to think of T-Rex first, everything else comes second. Which is huge. Yeah, always massive, yeah. I think. But if you want to talk big, you want to talk about sauropods. So, yeah, we did some research, and yes, we, we think Argentinosaurus is the biggest, arguably. Yeah. Um, but the others include Titanosaurus, Patagotitan, and Dreadnoughtus, which I think is actually a cool name. Dreadnoughtus Dread- is a great name. Dreadnoughtus, because just... it's that ship that we had in the British yeah. Empire. Yeah, well, dreadnoughts were massive as ships, and the reason we say we don't know is because one, if, like most pages seem to argue on what's the biggest. Yeah. We say Argentinosaurus because that's what most people agreed on. However, as we just said, there's a lot of those species. They reckon they've only found not fully grown skeletons, mm-hmm. so we can't say how much bigger Titanosaurus or Dreadnoughtosaurus or Argentinosaurus got yeah. because we we reckon we haven't found fully grown skeletons yet. So Argentinosaurus is what most people agree on. Yeah. But that's not a definitive fact. We need to, I think, stress that. No, that's true. They did um, like computer simulations going off of bone density of a known of an actual fossil of one, and see how big they can get. And obviously, they can get bigger from according to the computer simulations. Yeah. Uh, No guesses where Argentinosaurus lived, but um, Um, (laughs) Ireland. You're right. You got it. Argentinosaurus is from Ireland. (laughs) Ireland. Throwing a little top. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, no, that was very uh, Argentina, guys. In, in case, I... in case you didn't work it out, Argentinosaurus, Argentina. Just there yeah. might be someone out there, there who go. didn't put those two pieces together. Um, <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, they were also found in Africa, Asia, South America, North America, <laughs> Europe. Yeah, um, Australia and Antarctica. So everywhere, as well as Argentina. As well as Argentina. Nice. That's just where they were first found. I remember what um, the guy who found them said that he called them that because like, he, he knew obviously they were so massive. What's the biggest thing in Argentina? Well, Argentina. Argentina. I mean... Yeah, that's like... That's what was pretty cool. That's... He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. Like, the biggest thing in Argentina... Argentina is Argentina. Yeah. Okay, fair play. Um, <laughs> Because I have dyscalculia, I cannot give you the numbers on actually how big they are. Yeah, I mean... You'll just have to imagine that it's bigger than you. I mean, we're thinking Argentinosaurus. Imagine, lengthwise, somewhere just a bit shorter than the blue whale. Mm. Uh, Height-wise, 
I mean, it's bigger than a T-Rex, I'd say. So, or Brand says, so two double-decker buses, probably height-wise, you're yeah, looking at for because I don't think it would have been like a Brachiosaur where its neck was up. No, it was one where it, it Like a Diplodocus. Yeah, it kept it long. A long boy rather than a tall boy. But it was still bloody tall. <laughs> yeah, and weighed a lot. Yeah, he, he um... Weight Watchers might have been good for him. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't know how he's. But that just shows how powerful that thing's legs must have been. Oh yeah. And that's yeah, what I mean yeah. about the bone density. The fact that it carried around that much that weight. That much weight, and to think that they were still prey animals. Yeah. Um, Gigantosaurus, I think, was the name. Yeah. Still, I yeah. Uh, bigger than a T-Rex, but there was uh, fossil evidence has kind of pointed towards a possible prey and predator relationship. Yeah, Argentina sorry, is very likely. I mean, something would have needed to eat them. That's just the circle of life at this point. There's no herbivores that aren't lower on the food chain than something, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. But um, I think even a, one as a, a gigantosaurus, one as big as that, would not have hunted a, a almost fully grown one. No, they probably would have gone for the juvenile, because the big yeah. ones, like, where do you buy it first? And if you do bite it, it's just going to whack you with its tail. You'll have to try the neck or just... No, no, okay. So well, you could go for the neck, that's a good Modern point. predators would normally just let you bleed out. So you attack it, you keep attacking yeah. it, wear it down, and it will die of that's exhaustion That's sort of what Velociraptors did, wouldn't it? They'd go yeah. after him, hunt in packs, slice it, go for the neck, and wait yeah. for it to either sort of it could suffocate die shock. or... Yeah, yeah, the shock will just walk off and they just track the blood afterwards. It's, it's easier than just trying to stay on. And, yeah, and I doubt in a one-on-one the, the Gigantosaurus wouldn't win because as much as it's a predator in that situation, yeah. Argentina is too big. If exactly. you injure it enough to where it hops off and then dies... Yeah, just follow it until it dies. Yeah, that's... you've then got, you, you've got your dinner. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty much it, I think, for um, how we think they would have interacted with each other. Just yeah. follow the herds. Yeah, that's a problem. We can't know can't miss too much. But you can't miss it, no. No, it's <laughs> so big. There's no Gigantosaurus walking around like, where are those Argentinas? <laughs> I can't see them. And they're just fucking hiding <laughs> in all the trees in the surrounding area. Just follow the earthquakes. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, but I find it interesting when you um, think about how big they got, like particularly sauropods. Um, some people have said that back then there was less gravity. I think that's interesting. Um, yeah. You talk to scientists today, and I, they will not. Know, they don't know what gravity is. No, there's not. A, <laughs> you can't. A scientist you can't, can't feel tell you. gravity. You can't no. see gravity. It's just something you have to accept. Is there? Exactly. Like there are particles for the electromagnetic field. Any other sort of, I don't know, scientific. Hoo-ha, but... Most other forces, there are actual ways you can observe it. So air exactly. resistance, you can physically see that in a way because the air will move over something but gravity you as a human yeah. if, if you do feel this go to a doctor <laughs> so you can't actually feel anything pushing you down no like every day i don't wake up and go oh i mean i do because my bones ache but i don't go oh there's something pushing on me you just no. you, you just don't float no <laughs> gravity is i would argue also don't know it has stayed the same well, obviously, I don't know because we don't know what gravity is. No, I mean, it's, there's a chance because obviously it's different on the moon, so yeah. we don't know what makes it different on the moon. So, if gravity was lighter, or if that's the right word for if it. If there wasn't as much of a gravity. To be fair, but for the most part, it's assumed that the gravitational pull is generated by the Earth's magnetic field. 
So that's one thing people do reckon they know. So technically, if the Earth's magnetic field was weaker back then, maybe due to not enough minerals being burnt in the core, or I, d I don't know, maybe that could generate a weaker field which then has less gravity. And over time, it's got more by generating more convection currents. I mean, that's plausible because... It's a lot of big know. words that people aren't going to understand. I just realised that. I just showed my science nerdy side of <laughs> how much I just know off the top of my head. <laughs> well, she got some IQ in there. Yeah, I just don't show it there's, often. Exactly, there's something in there. <laughs> but that aside, we can't prove or disprove that. Um, there's so, no way of knowing, other than like meeting a dinosaur. Does this feel heavier or lighter to you when you stand up? <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually another reason why Jurassic Park would be good. Yeah, because the dinosaurs can't run as fast because there's less gravity. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, what's changed? <laughs> anyway, so you'd have to look at the actual body of the dinosaurs themselves. Um, but one thing I do know is that there were high oxygen levels. Yes, that we can know. The, yeah. air, the air atmosphere composition was very different back then. Yeah. It was very, very rich in O2 to the point where Jurassic exactly. Park wouldn't work because there's not enough oxygen in the atmosphere for them to really survive. Much they would anymore. need to pump in oxygen, I think. Yeah. Um, hence why, even before the dinosaurs, there were huge bugs, insects. Yeah. Just, uh, because oxygen now currently makes up what? 20% um, of our yeah, atmosphere? And then 20. argon's like a big 70% or something. Yeah, but we breathe in more argon than oxygen, I think. But the, it's just that oxygen's the only one that's useful to us. But then back <laughs> then, oxygen was near enough the entire composition. There was a bit of carbon dioxide, but. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong, there were periods where carbon dioxide was the prevalent one. But back then, oxygen was mm -hmm. off. Just, yeah. It was off the roof. Like, we wouldn't be able to survive in that one, actually. No, to be honest, uh, actually, here's a cool It'd be fact, too pure. I think, if you don't know already. But um, there was oxygen in the atmosphere before life, but once life uh, evolved, um, the, um, they had to survive off without oxygen, obviously. Yeah. And then they created more, and then that's what almost killed us off. That was the first mass extinction. Yeah, it was. So, yes, no, I, I think I had heard of that. Yeah. Because back when I did geology at A level, we had to go through sort of all this exactly. crap. Although I did <laughs> nearly fail that A level, but that's my own fault. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very interesting that because carbon dioxide wasn't a thing in the atmosphere until life came around and started to respirate. Yeah. But as we started to do that, we then started to poison the atmosphere with carbon dioxide, which then let plants grow, which is great. But then we kept recycling the oxygen, and then too much of that. Yeah, too much oxygen. Too much oxygen almost killed us. Yeah, which isn't good for certain species, but for the dinosaurs, it worked great. But then when again, they came after, yeah, millions But then years. again, they had, the big fuckers had big lungs. I think they yeah, could probably They had efficient lungs. Very efficient, and that might be why they needed more. I mean, if you compare our lung capacity to theirs, even the most average-sized dinosaur, yeah. they need a lot more oxygen to pump around those massive-ass bodies. They must have had enormous blood pressure. But thing with, okay, so the thing with birds, we know even when they breathe out, they take in oxygen. That's how they can fly, so... Yeah. Obviously, a sauropod is not a bird, but it's the closest we've got. Yeah, it's still kind it's closer of related. To, it's probably closer to modern birds than it is modern reptiles. Yeah, I think. That's so, what the argument tends to. Do, if you look at the bone structure, anyway. Yeah, when you have that such, uh, when you have such an efficient system, you can get that big. Yeah. And just eat like a mother. Yeah, just eat all you want to get all the nutrients you need, and then yeah. you're constantly taking in so much pure oxygen that the rest of your body's not ever gonna have a problem with that. It's, it's just not, and that's another secret why they got so big. Yeah, so basically guys, if we start taking in more oxygen, <laughs> we can become giants. 
You know, I've always kind of envied a bird lung or dinosaur lungs because my lungs are shit. I've got asthma. Yeah, that's just true. And I was like, oh, I wish I could kind of fly, <laughs> fly, but kind of genetically modify it so like my lungs are more efficient to that of birds. But then, could a human body withstand the pure efficiency of a bird or dinosaur lungs? Probably not at first. I'd probably have to modify a lot more things. It, the blood pressure, you'd kill you from blood pressure. You'd <laughs> You'd need to modify the blood vessels so they didn't burst. So I'd probably have just to make a whole new body. Yeah, you're better off getting. I'll just be a bird. You're better off just getting hum better human lungs. Okay, I'll just have to kill someone. That, that's probably your, your best bet. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like we're not endorsing murder, by the way. No, just healthier lungs. Yeah, don't smoke. <laughs> or if you do, um, that's your choice. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Another sauropod defence, actually, I will talk about is they didn't have bone armour or any spikes or anything like that. No. But what they did have was numbers. Um, yeah. A lot. So basically, you got to just put so much resource into uh, the ec ecosystem that the predators, they cannot eat all of you. It's like Radio 51, they can't kill all of us. So yeah. sauropods just like, I'll just slay a million eggs. And, and just leave them, and then when they hatch, they have to they have to defend themselves for a while. Yeah. That's when they're at the most vulnerable. Obviously, they weren't very good no. mothers or Literally, fathers. Only one in a million would survive to adulthood. Yeah, there's only one species of dinosaur that was known for being well, the most was the mysosaur. Um, it was, it was the mother. It's what it's named after being a mother. I think there's more than that, but yeah, I know which one. Herbivores are definitely more motherly instincts. The carnivores uh, didn't give a fuck about their kids. If anything, they'd eat them if they had to. I think Oviraptor kind of cared for its young to an extent. Which is ironic because that's the one that literally eats eggs. It got caught with an egg in one fossil, and then everyone's just like, "Oh, you fucking love eggs." I mean, you probably did eat them. Uh, too, oh no, definitely. If, if you look at the Lots way it's built, it's definitely built to crack its way through egg. <laughs> they had um, big fingers for cracking eggs. Yeah, and, and even beaks. Their, I say even their mouth had beaks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I would argue that somehow herbivores and carnivores did look after their young. I think to an extent, T. Rex did as well. T. Rex, weirdly, considering how angry they are, is just <laughs> things. I they, think they lived in herds though, so they did have to look after. Yeah, maybe not herds how we'd see them today as big groups, but they did probably, not necessarily family units, but mm, there was definitely a group of them would probably go around together. However, yeah. as apex predators, I think they did prefer to hunt alone, especially when they got older, because it was more a case of, can you? I think it was more beneficial to stay in a herd. Oh, probably, but I think, you know, I just like to imagine, this is just probably my imagination now, but they'd be in herds and they're like, Oh, who's turned it tonight? Oh, Gary. Oh, fine. I'll go and get it. Gary goes out, fights a triceratops, and brings it home for the rest of them. Maybe. Maybe it was like, um, you know, elephants? Yeah. Um, the bulls go out, don't they? Yeah. On the road, not to hunt. Obviously, other animals because they're elephants, but. Yeah. A bit like old human tribes as well, where. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, because it was mainly the men. You see it in modern tribes in Africa. The men go out and hunt while the women. Pair. like they they gather the sort of fruit and vegetables yeah. they're still doing work not just sitting around the women but they gather yeah, that while the men go out and yeah which uh, I, i'd like to point out that the men were barely successful and the women had to be the tribe for most of it and... oh you yeah, know it's very true human hunters <laughs> are very very inefficient um <laughs> compare that to a t-rex who obviously can't use agriculture and all that yeah they the fact that kill. they survived <laughs> but then we discussed this earlier i don't know if you 
this was after you made your notes. Mm. This is just an interesting fact for you guys. So we were looking earlier, and I knew that the T-Rex, of all recorded animals, I'm pretty sure has the highest sort of jaw force of any animal. And we looked at the highest living animal today, which is a 17-foot saltwater crocodile. It had a PSI, which is pounds... Square inch. Square inch, yeah, of bite force. was 3,700, which is quite admirable. That, that could still easily snap you in half. That would snap you in half, right? A T-Rex... <laughs> had 8,000 PSI. Now, quite frankly, that's enough to easily tear its way through a car yep. and quite a few other things at the same time. That is yep. a bite force that if it gets you, you're gone. So you know those bits <laughs> in Jurassic Park that are really funny when he bites that guy in the toilet and he's still wriggling around for help? No, that guy would be chopped in half quite easily by the force of a T-Rex bite. Easy. It's mental. Like, Their teeth were the size of bananas. And that crushing down on you with 8,000 even if they didn't have teeth, just imagine that thing gumming you. That would still break you with that force. Yeah, you'll, you'll still the force get broken of it. But just imagine those teeth piercing you at the same time. And that's what I think is like, yes, they weren't the biggest, as we said, Gigantosaurus, and even Carcharodontosaurus, Spinosaurus, were all bigger hunters. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason T-Rex is known as the king of the dinosaurs, and it's because, yeah, it wasn't the biggest, but my fucking god, was it fucking powerful. Yeah. Like, it would regularly fight Triceratops, and bear in mind, they are literally armed to defend themselves. T-Rex won most of those fights. It wasn't... Yeah, oh, definitely. The bite force is too much to literally... Even armoured dinosaurs with, like, plates and stuff, the force would go through their, their skin and their plate just because a T-Rex could bite through whatever the fuck it wanted to. That's true. I think, because um, I was watching Jurassic Park, I yeah. was the first one with King's Eyes, and the bit where uh, just before that guy got eaten on the toilet where he was... Uh, messing around with the cars and I was like he could easily break through that I thought maybe it's like a, a crocodile where he can snap down but it's really difficult if you put pressure on it to open up again so I wonder if it's the same with T-Rex yeah maybe that's one thing obviously we could never really know that maybe once they bite but but to be fair considering how successful at hunting they were I doubt that was the case because I mean the fact that they won fights with Triceratops but let's be fair they don't even have arms to hit back they had just their head and jaw yeah if they did one bite on the Triceratops and that didn't kill it they're sort of out of the game at that point that's true did you know T-Rexes weren't even meant to be there they were an invasive species yeah but but they won that fight Uh, yeah obviously (laughs) but they came from somewhere else and they're I think it was before... They were mainly in Africa, and they sort of moved out. Yeah, they moved out before the uh, lands uh, split up. Yeah, they they were sort of... Yeah, they were the colonists, and um, <laughs> like immigrants. like most colonists, uh, they were sadly <laughs> successful in their uh, colonisation of killing everyone else. That's true, and they were some of the last dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how they got bigger, and I would like to continue about carnivores or um, more specifically raptors clever girl yes <laughs> um obviously another thing with jurassic park uh, inaccuracy they are not feathery yeah no that... um even though i think by the time jurassic world came out we knew that they were mostly covered with feathers i'm not having a go at them obviously but it's like uh no but then t-rex should have been feathery as well to be fair he should yeah i think it would have been like a chicken on fucking steroids Without could you imagine that chicken chickens are violent anyway <laughs> oh my god i'm not surprised they, they came from dinosaurs no I'm angry not. fuckers that's true um yeah um the thing with feathers is they weren't evolved for flight no, no, it was 
Light did not come in. That's sort of petox. Yeah, decoration, warmth, maybe, um, attracting a mate. Uh, flight came afterwards, kind of, because um, most raptors were small, let's be honest. They could climb trees. So I think gliding came in first. That's yeah, just, it was gliding. That's then, just falling. I think it was sort of like Archaeopteryx would sort of stalk things in the trees. Yeah. And then when it got a chance, it sort of glided in on it. I saw it, it was a documentary. I don't know if you saw it. It was um, oh, Planet Dinosaur. It was the BBC. It was like a six-part documentary. I do remember that. And they had that one episode dedicated to Archaeopteryx where it would literally just stalk the fuck out of people in trees. And then when they weren't expecting it, just glide down and rip its head. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, think, I think they'd look cute. We actually know what colours some of them could be as well. Some of them are bluish, weren't they? Um, well, the ones I found out... Um... Well, it might have been a bluish tin, I saw, but... Well, okay, so melanosomes are kind of uh, cells that, uh, depending on what shape they are, depends on what colour. Oh, so sort of like melanin in yes, melanin. humans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the f- uh, they first found the colour from a 125 million year old fossil called Cynosauropteryx, which was kind well, of. Don't say in that, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm getting better. It was, I think it was bigger than Archaeopteryx. Um, not as long feathers, but we they found out it was kind of ginger. Wow. Ginger with a white striped tail. That's pretty cool. It's, it is pretty cool. I just um, can't imagine the ginger dinosaur. <laughs> I know, I think it definitely would have helped it blend in, which tells me its surroundings were kind of autumn maybe? Yeah, so those sort of, yeah, orangey forest you see, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that was uh, that and another one they found, uh, let me find the name for it, where is it? Oh, Anchiornis, I think that's the name. Anchiornis, yeah. That looks about right, Can't yeah. Can't read my handwriting. Oh, it was black and brown and was more feathery than the other one. Right. And its hind legs would look like cowboy trousers when they walked. That's, that's fantastic. I thought that was adorable. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining this thing in the wild, wild west now. Just like yeah. <laughs> going into a saloon with a cowboy yeah. hat. Oh, it did have a crest. I'm old. Cowboy. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing a sketch for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's wings on its hind legs and like that. I thought that was pretty that's cool. That's so cool. That oh god, cool. cowboy dinosaurs. Cowboy. It had little um, arms where it could have pulled out whips and go. <laughs> Do you reckon his name is Billy the Kid? <laughs> Jesse James. <laughs> they were actually dinosaurs. It was the Sundance Kid as well. <laughs> but I think I would have liked one uh, as a pet. There's a lot of dinosaurs I'd like as a pet to be fair. Oh yeah. Starting with a T-Rex. That's out. Actually, uh, I'd rather have one of their close cousins, the Therisnosaur. Is that the herbivore one? Yeah. That's, um, I thought it was pretty cool because um, we all know T-Rexes and their family tree is yeah. meat eaters. Yeah. But one branched off and became a herbivore. I thought that was pretty cool. That's why I don't like it. I, I'm all about the carnivore life, mate. The herbivores uh, can uh, <laughs> yeah. piss off, right? Right. No, um, T-Rex okay. life. I mean, I could just imagine having a pet T-Rex. No one would ever like... Sorry, what's that? Jehovah's Witness shows up. Boy, get him. And there's just like a T-Rex starts chasing these Jehovah's Witnesses down the road. Yeah, if you can, you know... Train it. Train it. You get it from birth. You can train anything, really. I think Tyrannosaurus is still different from birds. I challenge accepted. Go and find a T-Rex, a live one then. I just need frog DNA apparently. <laughs> and a, also a mosquito with the DNA inside it still. Plausible. Um, yeah. No, I mean, not really, but 
you know. still looking. They're still looking for the dinosaur thing, aren't they? Um, yeah. I'll finish off with how they died. I think. Yay! Because they had fingers. Okay. So obviously, um, everyone knows that it was an asteroid, right? Thing is, they were dying off anyway. Yeah. Uh, lots of theories. Some think they were um, just the evolutionary line was just kind of decreasing in the sense that it just they their genetics were getting. They had their time. Yeah, they, they had their time. Um, the Siberian traps were uh, popping, uh, pumping out volcanic activity, which was slowly choking them anyway. The asteroid was just the nail in the coffin. Yeah, that, that's what I've always read as well. It's like, there were volcanoes going on. So all the theories you've heard, probably all of them are true and all of them happened at the same time. Because obviously some people are like, no, it was a volcano. No, yeah. it was an asteroid. No, it was this. It was climate change, gender. I'm like, it yeah. probably, because there was another theory as well. I don't know if you heard of this one. This is a similar one to actually what happened to people thinking about Neanderthals. Might make it not valid is a sort of gender thing apparently because obviously climate in some ways does affect gender in really weird ways and the climate was changing to a point where you're getting too many of one gender right. and not enough of the other and unlike in Jurassic Park where life uh, finds a way <laughs> they couldn't gender swap which caused a lack of offspring being produced which then led to the thinning of numbers so yeah. when all these other disasters happened there wasn't enough to sustain a population of the big Boys. That's apparently happening to us. Like, there's gonna be more females in the future. Oh god! No, it's just a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> no, it'll be a it'll be a better future in that case. Um, well, because humans just won't be able to function. And that's not a dig at women. I'm saying with only women, you can't have. Yeah, I know. More. But it'll be kind of like uh, breeding with your cousin too many times. You know, your cousin and then. Yeah, because that's the thing where we are all distantly related. It's going to get to a... Yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a thing that you reckon where we're going to get to a point where humans won't... Yeah, you won't be allowed to have... Yeah, you'll become infertile, and that might have also happened to the dinosaurs because yeah. it's not inbreeding like you're having sex with your brother, sister, whatever, but because you are all distantly related, it'll get to a point where the bloodline gets that diluted that it can't tell the difference between someone who... Yeah, they're so distantly related, but technically they are. That it, yeah, so that's a human theory, but also very plausible for the dinosaurs at the time, really. Yeah, someone also thought that I heard a theory that it was dinosaur AIDS. Um, obviously, disease must have had a hand in it. Um, yeah, disease always has a hand, because once again, going back to Neanderthals, yeah. they reckon it's something very similar there. They also reckon we might have had a hand yeah. in that, but that's not. It's weird that we can pull a lot of um, parallels. It, yeah, it's weird how the dinosaurs running out, well, coming into existence and then coming out of existence is very similar to our rise in things. But, mm. in a way, in, in the theme <laughs> of and finally, where, you know, you use the past to inform the future, that could be what happens to us. It probably will be. With global um, warming, the climate's changing. Yeah. An true. asteroid could hit. Volcanoes oh, yeah, do go off. Um, yeah, not as much as they used to, obviously, broken dinosaur times, but we still got Yellowstone. Yeah, so, I mean, it's very likely that disease, mm-hmm. COVID, <laughs> and, you know, the breeding thing, which isn't just made up, it is actually not in our lifetimes, I don't think it's going to happen with no, the lack of breeding. But in thousands, maybe a couple of millions of years, humans probably won't be able to breed anymore, and then the species can't really go anywhere after that point, unless it somehow finds a way to asexually reproduce, but I don't see us just learning how to do that on the spot. I reckon we'd, um, <laughs> we were talking about this earlier as well, we'd have to more robotic you can't get disease you can't become infertile well you already are infertile but i mean like you your offspring will not but at the same time this is a bit of a different debate now but i'd rather 
die a human than live as a robot. Yeah, it is boring time. Like, even me, quite unemotional. Right? I quite like the emotions I do have, and being a robot sounds a bit limiting. Like you said, yeah. your, the ability to run will be locked behind a paywall. Like, it's it not. Will. Your ability to love. Think all of that. We'll be locked behind a paywall. You have to pay your Amazon account. Yeah, I'd rather die the way I am than, than live as a robot, I think. That's if they give you a choice. There is a choice and it's dying a human. Yep. <laughs> as depressing as that is, I'd, I'd take that option. But, yeah, no, I agree. Um, and I wonder what it would be like today <laughs> if we had never, you know, if mammals never had their day in the sun. Uh. That's very interesting. What do you think? What species do you think would have taken over? It would I've heard theories. I've heard theories, but who knows if they would have been asthma or whatever, but probably a type of raptor, because they had like the biggest body to brain ratio. Yeah. Not saying it's velociraptor, it could be any other. However, still believing that the dinosaurs were extinct. Believing. Still, st still saying the dinosaurs were extinct. Mm. But when it came to our time to shine, we just didn't evolve and take the top spot. What species or modernish species do you think would have been the top dogs? The dinosaurs are still gone. But we never, ah, I see. We never say we never came down from the trees. Uh, it could easily be another type of primate, uh, another hominin that isn't. Uh, whatever we are, sapien. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. do archaeology. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I can't see it being octopus or dolphin because they would need to get off of them because that's because you can't have electricity underwater. Yeah. See. Or the, fire. The theories I've heard are if hominins never evolved, it could have possibly been because they are the two most prominent mammal species. Actually, more prominent than us. Actually, really, yeah. are bats and rats. It kind of would be a mammal, wouldn't it? I think it, in our dog. modern day it'd have to be a mammal because we are, even if you take away humans, the likes of lions and stuff, they're all still at the top of the food chain. Crows. But, but to be fair, birds are very intelligent, uh, but once again, birds are dinosaurs. descendants of dinosaurs, so <laughs> they've had their day. Let them be little background characters now. Okay. No, bats and rats, whenever I've read up on it or looked up on it, bats and rats, they always say, because they're so prominent. And bats are... Considering they're echolocate, they're a lot smarter than people give them credit for, both of them. Yeah. It's very likely that if we weren't here, they would, or even after we go, there's a chance that they take the top spot somehow, some way. But. Um. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think. I think bats and rats. It would be a definitely. It would definitely be another mammal. Oh, yeah, 100%. Unless something happens that it's not just us, but all mammals go. In which case, I've got no idea what happens next. And well, reptiles, um, obviously we have a reptile brain, but we have evolved mammal brains in front of that. Yeah. So, if you rewind the evolutionary clock, we would have reptile brains, and I don't know if a reptile brain could take over, or not as, in, as an intelligent life form, like, they like couldn't us. put another they don't them on the moon. People, but yeah, there could be lizard people, but they wouldn't... I just I hope it's know. not insects. I don't, insects. I don't like the idea of insects being... They yeah. had their time. Um, yeah, they've got too small for that. Yeah, they're too small now. <clears throat> they're just insignificant. But, <laughs> and I'm also terrified of spiders, so let's not um, <laughs> have any idea of them being what rules the earth next. That's fine. Um, do let us know what your favourite dinosaur is. Yeah, so to do that, you can either... Are you on Twitter as well? I can't remember if you're on Twitter. Cornelius runs it. <laughs> Cornelius does run it, which I thought he did. Right, so do it. Just go to the, uh, and finally, Twitter page, which is at 
and finally SV or go to the Discord server which is for both of these and you have failed the links to that or on my main Twitter page which is at VaderSayan. Uh, so let me know there and I will then pass it on to Glitter. To be fair, if you want her to interact directly, you can do it on the Discord server because she is actually in that. Mm -hmm. So she can and will also see, and she's one of the moderators in there as well, so she will see those messages come up if uh, you want to let us know what your favourite dinosaur is or let us know your theories about what will happen when humans are gone because that's a very happy, non-depressive topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> or you could talk about your theories on how the dinosaurs died, if it was an asteroid or a combination of things. Yeah, I mean, we'd love any of these to be fair. So, yeah, I think yeah. what's probably best is in the Discord server because we could probably have a full-on conversation yeah. about it. Or just a random favourite dinosaur fact. Yeah, just, just share all your dinosaur facts, your favourite dinosaurs, why you love the T-Rex, because obviously it's the best one. I don't. Not that sharp. <laughs> not, not, that, not that I'm biased. Um, what is your favourite dinosaur, actually? Ooh, um, that's a difficult one, but I think it's probably Majungasaurus. And she's wrong, because it's not a T-Rex, but... Hey, you look like one! I look like a gorilla, but I'm not one. You look like an orangutan. You know, like we all look like other things. I think T-Rex is overrated. Let me know if you think T-Rex is overrated. If you do, I will ban you. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm just, I just like T-Rex once again because it's like just the apex killer and I just love it. I just think it's cool. You just, it's kind of like the raider of everything. It just kills everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> just cool, to be fair. And also, let us know if you think dragons were real and they were just dinosaurs we haven't found yet. I just watched a TikTok that was talking about the dragon, uh, a dragon found in ice in Canada, but it, what it was, it's, it's not a dinosaur, because pterosaurs are not dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, it was like, one, a fossil was found of the largest uh, pterosaur kind of ever known, or one of the largest. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. I think dragons might have been real. They just might have not been, they would have been how dinosaurs. they were romanticised. Yeah. Probably dinosaurs or some form of flying creature that people didn't quite understand, but probably weren't fire-breathing uh, devils. Did you know the Romans were a paleontologist? The Romans uh, are irrelevant. Um, <laughs> that's just yeah. just a fact. No one cares about the Romans. It's just, Sorry, Will. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just straight facts. Um, no, but thank you so much for listening. Please do give us any of your dinosaur opinions in the Discord server. And if you don't have Discord and you don't want to download it, there is also Twitter available to you as well. Or you can leave a comment on kingseyes.life where uh, on the episode page and you can leave a comment there that me and Glitter will both be able to discuss as well. So thank you so much for listening. And actually, whilst talking about kingseyes.life, let's mention the sponsor for this week which is the same as every week it's king styles apparel it's great i've got a new shirt out i love it i ordered it last night um but you have the <laughs> failure way collection which is my collection for the brilliant shirts designed by king guys himself you have the clansman unite collection where they are designed by edo ninja and Schmup. And you have the uh, statement collection also designed by king's eyes and you have the creators of king's eyes collection also weirdly enough designed by king's eyes all products are absolutely fantastic. You've got a range of shirts, jogging bottoms, hoodies, jackets, masks, phone cases, stickers. You've got stickers. Mm -hmm. Everything. It's all brilliant. Um, are we no, neither of us are wearing any of our King's Eye stuff right now, Whoops. but um, we have loads each. They're all so comfortable. So please do go check that out and support your favourite creators if you like their merchandise. Once again, thank you so much for listening, guys. I'll pass it over to Glitter for any more closing remarks. Bye. <laughs> it's more than I was expecting. To be fair, I was expecting her to insult me. Thank you so much for listening. I hate I you, Ian. Hate you too. Speak to you next week, guys. <laughs>